welcome to another episode of Out of the Pods. I'm Deep T. And I'm Natalie. And wow, we just finished recording the craziest episode um, with a special guest. She has been highly, highly requested. We have Renee Poche. Um, and you guys have requested the shit out of her. And we're so excited <laughs> to have her on and have her tell her story, which was not aired on Love is Wine Season 5. If you guys don't know who she is, she was on the cast of Love is Wine Season 5. However, she wasn't part of the main cast. But many people online saw that she actually filmed all the way up to the altar with her fiance at the time, Carter. So we're going to get all the juicy tea and details for you guys. So we're excited. It's interesting too to have her on because I think it's so unique, her story, because this is the first time that we've had somebody make it all the way to the altar, but then then have them being cut later. And we usually just have couples that just are not followed. So this is such a, I feel like, unique story. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear what Renee has to say. Yeah. Before we get into that, though, um, any life updates from you, Deep D? Honestly, not really. I feel like there's just so much going on in the Love is Blind world. I feel like after our episode last week on the alleged sexual assault claims, like, I don't know, everything has just been really heavy. And I feel like I'm just happy that we're actually saying something about it and not, you know, moving with fear, I guess. (laughs) Um, Because I think, you know, I really want to stand up or what's right. And I feel like there has to be a lot of changes when it comes to reality TV and production. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, we discussed in our last episode, um, a ongoing lawsuit against kinetic content, which is the production company of love is blind. Um, they're being sued by love is blind season five cast member who was not shown on the show, nor was she part of the cast release. Um, but her name is Tran Dang, and she is suing them for sexual assault, negligence, and imprisonment. Um, so she alleges that she was sexually assaulted by her fiance from the show. If you Google it, you'll find a lot of information on it. Um, but we stated our opinions on it. Um, we called out the creator of the show for the lies that he told in a People magazine article um, in response to um, Tran Dang's allegations. And um yeah, I, I'm in the same boat as you, DT. I'm really proud that we spoke out against it. Um, I do get nervous to like mm-hmm. say things against Absolutely. kinetic content. Um, and, and, you know, I think indirectly Netflix in that way. Um, but you're right. Like sometimes we just have to, I think, stand up for what's right. Yeah. And even if we don't know the full story, something happened. And so we just want to make it known that this is happening. And, that there is media coverage on it and, you know, that we just want to state that, like, if this has happened and they did nothing about it, it's not okay. Yeah. And I know it's a sensitive topic and it's, you know, there's a lot going on with it. And as as we hear more, like, we're going to share it. But we are excited about Renee and her interview. It went so well and I'm so proud of her and excited for you guys to hear her story. Oh, yeah. She reveals a lot, and I think it's things that, like, have to be revealed to shed light on what happens on the Love is Blind production sets. Um, Before we get into that, though, 
We will be recapping the finale, the wedding episode that just aired last week um, with our recap of the reunion next week. And so because we have Renee on, we're moving our recap to next week. Um, But I'm sure you guys already know what happens. Deep D, do you know? Have you watched yet? Yes, I've watched. um, I'm not shocked at all. I think our predictions are on point. (laughs) So... (laughs) Um, we will be recapping it next episode, but uh, I'm excited for for all the thoughts. Yeah, same. Um, but before our recap, please send your thoughts and opinions to our Instagram page at Out of the Pods because we'd love to hear it um, mm-hmm. before our episode. With that, I think it's time to start our interview with Renee. We have a highly anticipated guest on this week's episode. We are so excited to have her on for so many reasons, but notably because she has a very unique, never-before-been-told story that we, along with our listeners, are dying to hear about. (laughs) Renee Poche, welcome to Out of the Pods. Thank you. Hi, girlies. I'm so excited. I've always wanted to meet you guys. Yeah, same. Um, but the big story that is being talked about online about Love is Blind Season 5 has nothing to do with the current couples, but it actually has to do with you and Carter, who is also on the current cast of Love is Blind. So you and Carter had your storyline, the whole meeting in the pods, getting engaged, making it to the altar, edited out of the show. And um, so, so many people found out about you and Carter because your marriage license is available online. It was filed around the same time as Lydia Milton's and Izzy and Stacy's, and it caused this uproar online, <laughs> being like, what happened to this yeah. couple on the show? Um, so before we go into anything, can you confirm that you and Carter filmed up to the altar, but it didn't air on Love is Blind season five? So we did. We got engaged. We went to Mexico. We filmed in Houston for about a month, and we did go to the altar. Um, I... I said no at the altar. Um, I'm not sure what he was going to say because I walked out before he even had his turn. But um, yeah, we, every single part. I was told about a month or two before the season aired, um, they just called me and it was really out of nowhere. And just to let me know that my storyline wasn't going to be a main focus for the season. um, And that they didn't want me to relive everything I had gone through. Um, so it was going to be shortened Mm -hmm. and I was really confused. I thought that it was just going to be still, everything was shown, but just not, you know, not as deep as what really happened. Um, which I kind of wouldn't have been surprised if that was the case since so much bad stuff happened. Um, I knew a lot of things just wouldn't even be appropriate for Netflix. So, um, it was kind of like in a sense, surprised but waiting for a call um i didn't think that it would be completely cut as in we weren't even engaged or anything so that was kind of a surprise yeah because that was crazy because you and carter are seen throughout the show like after the pods you guys are seen um at the barbecue party and also at the bridal fitting and we also see carter at the the groom fitting as well um we see like the back (laughs) of his head head. you're in yeah (laughs) but you're introduced as lydia's friend at that bridal dress fitting and um that was that was crazy how they were able to edit it in a way where you guys are missing from Mexico though I do see you in the background in some scenes mm-hmm. um but just like you know kind of just 
ignore the fact that you were there as a bride to be. It was funny too, watching the bridal suite, just, I'm, you know, wearing the same, my mom's there, my two best friends are there. (laughs) And it's just funny. I'm like Lydia's guest, but I also brought my mom with me. But (laughs) I was wondering how they were going to edit that. Honestly, we, me and Nat just talked about it on our recap too. We were like, wait a minute, like your mom looks exactly like you or she has very <laughs> like, similar features. <laughs> yeah. And, and you were yeah. on the other side of the couch. We're like, that's not very smart of them to edit it that way. Yeah. I was like, if she was Lydia's friend, how come she's not sitting by Lydia and has an entire group of other people um, around her? But um that is crazy that you only found out one or two months before the season aired because you guys filmed back in May, 2022. Yep. May is like April, May and June, the beginning of June. I want to say. I know that they told you they didn't want you to like relive your awful experience with Carter, but do you think that was the true reason why they didn't want you and Carter on the show? No, I don't. I was told that it was a timing issue. That's just what the reasoning I was given. Um, I know that a timing issue. To, what do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean timing issue? <laughs> I know that there's supposed to be twelve episodes, but it got cut to ten. Um, so they're saying they just didn't have enough time to tell all the stories. Which I was even like, everyone knows that's not true. Like, can we just what, have what? like a real reason? But that's that's what I was given. There's so literally I two to three couples. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know it's not timing. Um, I can speculate for sure that um, things got so toxic between us that it just wasn't really a good look, I guess, to even show the whole roller coaster. Even though, like, we were, like, I fell in love. Like, in the pods, like, I was sure. I knew I was going to get married. I was ready. We even, in the pods, we were like, listen, if we don't get picked to continue filming, let's just go get married. And so we were like, yeah, we'll go do our own trip. We'll get married. Um, So it was like, it was fun. We laughed a lot, joked a lot. Didn't get very serious in the pods, which is something I do regret from, you know, looking back at it. But Mexico, we had a blast. We were just like joking around, farting around, um, filming in Mexico. It wasn't until we got back that things took a turn. Um, and I just, I think it's seeing someone's true colors. So, you know, behind a wall, you mm-hmm. can be whoever you want. So you can say, mm-hmm. like, I could have said Absolutely. that I'm like 6'10 and I'm a millionaire and, you know, I could say whatever I want and it's true. So listening to all these things that sound perfect and great, but then once you actually see the reality of it, I fell in love with the pretend person, the, you know, the, the lies or just this portrayal of a person from across the wall, but not this actual person that I was. Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. But, you know, Renee, before we get into all of the meat of it, can we just start from the beginning? Like, what made you want to go on Love is Blind? I was actually not even looking into going on anything. But um, one of the casting producers just reached out. I think he found me on dating app. So um, I thought that was (laughs) fake. So I was like kind of blowing it off or like I'd give like funny answers. Just I didn't think that it was real. Um, and then once we actually did sit down for an interview, I was like, wait, this is actually pretty cool. And so I thought this maybe would be a good thing because I've been single, you know, forever. 
um, and really was ready to get married because once you're, well, I'll be 33 in a few months, you know, it's just mm-hmm. time for all that. Yeah. What made you fall for Carter? Like, did you, was he right off the bat, like your person or did you like kind of date around in the pods? In the pods? Um, so day one, I got way too drunk and I, <laughs> my notes from my journal are so funny because in the beginning it's like very clear. And then towards the end, it's just like, rah, 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 rah. and the end ones, I don't even remember it, to be honest. It was funny. One of my last ones was Izzy and I was sitting there like just trying to be silly and joking and I don't know, not paying attention. And he started asking me all these very serious questions that I just was not about. And so I like told him that and he did not like my answer. I was like, okay, so are you over it? And so he walked out. <laughs> And I like got up and I was like, you piece of shit, you, you know, talking all kinds of shit about him. I like went back to the camera girl, like all in my face following me as I'm calling him a piece of shit. So that was it. We never talked oh my again gosh. from that first like 10 minutes that you do with everybody. So that's why we never like, yeah, we never had dates together. Nothing. So the first time I actually met him was in Mexico and we were both like, so sorry. We were both drunk and just, it was dumb, but so now we're great. Now we're good friends. But so that yeah, I, I was gonna say, I feel like you and Izzy are good friends now. So that mm-hmm. is so crazy to hear that you just honestly got to been, not have a good first. It would have been a whole different story if that would have been different. Because I couldn't see us getting along well in pods. That would have just been a, like you thought it's already crazy, but that would have been even more crazy if that hadn't happened. Yeah. But um, no, there was a few different guys I liked. I actually matched with Rob pretty well. Um, He wasn't shown either. Okay. But um, at first I was leaning more towards him, but I think it was Carter's sense of humor that pulled me in that direction. Um, Like anything I said, he would get and kind of like build on that. So we were always just like laughing and joking. Um, He loved animals. um, Like, because He's a fisherman. So just being outside, being on a boat and I'm Cajun, like we're always outside in the swamp or playing outside or doing whatever. Um, So I think that was what drew me into him. And then we ended up kind of just continuing. Like we both knew that we were going to pick each other. Cute. Oh, (laughs) but you know, you mentioned earlier that you stayed surface level with Carter in the pods. What does that mean? Like, did you guys not go deep on talking about certain things? So you know how every day you're getting, you're given like um, a guidance as far as conversations to have. So different like topics Mm -hmm. you can bring up. Yes. So we would, I would kind of like start on that and then just drift off into the abyss of joking about whatever it was. So instead of getting to those serious questions, we kind of just would ramble on about other things and never address the things that matter. It was more like that connection. And I think in the real world, I don't start by saying like, Hey, like how much you make, what's your credit score, like all that. I don't really go after that the first time I meet someone or the first like month I know someone. Um, mm-hmm. So it kind mm-hmm. of kept it the same as always, where it's just getting to know that person as far as like compatibility. So we never talked about yeah, like more personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. kind of just seeing if we would have fun together, um, yeah. because that's important. Like if it's boring, and even if all the answers are perfect, but it's boring and there's nothing there, then kind of no point. 
When did things start to change in terms of your relationship? Was it in Mexico? Was it after Mexico? Like, when did it take a turn? When we were in Mexico, there were a few things that I started to notice that I kind of ignored because I just was like, "Eh, it is fine. You know, this is a weird, we're in this like weird bubble. It's not like your normal day to day kind of thing that we're doing. Yeah. Um, So the first things I had noticed, it's kind of, I just seems like anger. Um, I hadn't experienced that in the pod. I'm getting Mm. angry about things. Um, And you know how they film that shower scene whenever you're in Mexico, kind of like romance. um, And they Mm -hmm. have you undressed and go into the showers. Um, He did not want to do that, which is fair. It was weird. It was kind of like, oh, like, do we want to do that? Yeah. So yeah, I said no too. Yeah, like, I know. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't really no. want to do it either. But I was kind of like, okay, if they, if we, you know, if they really want us to. But he got yeah. really angry, and he like kind of like stormed up to the camera guys and was like threatening to fight with them <gasps> and yelling and stuff. And that just like it terrified me. Like I was just like, oh my god, what's happening? So that was the first time I was like, okay. But like throughout filming, he always said like I was just trying to protect you. Like I did it for you. So like that was something I kind of like looked past that. I'm just like, okay, that was. Wait, Renee, really quickly, wh- during that shower scene when he got upset, did what was production like pushing back, saying, "Let please film it." Like, is that why he got kind of it kind of set him off? Or yeah, um, they were pretty pushy about it. Got it. Unfortunately. Um, Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No, it's okay. And I, w- it was a weird thing. Like I didn't really want to do it, but I, I started getting undressed. I was like, okay, whatever. Let's just get it over with. Yeah. Um, but so that was the first thing I saw. Then we had the cast party in Mexico, and he got into it with someone else from the crew. Um, he was dipping, and he wanted to use a cup, and someone had a water bottle that was like half empty that they were drinking from. And he was like, hey, can I have that? And she said, no, like, I'm just, I'm bringing it. And he flipped out on her. And that on was a crew member. Mm-hmm. Oh, and no. she was just like, get oh, them out of gosh. here. They're done. Like, she was pissed about it. Um, and that was another time. I'm like, why did you act like that? And he was like, you know, he was still mad that night. But the next day, he's like, I'll apologize to her. I doubt that ever happened. But kind of like just seeing how someone interacts with other people. Versus just, you know, when you're through a wall and what they say to you, like, this is totally not like it. I didn't see that at all through the pod. So I think the anger was the first thing. Um, And like threatening violence, even though he didn't hit anybody while we were in Mexico. Did anyone like step in and be like, this is not okay? Like in terms of like the threatening violence and just, I don't know, like confronting uh, confronting crew members, that just doesn't seem like normal behavior no one stepped in in mexico during that time um they all just walked out after it kept like getting more heated for the shower scene um later on when he would get angry it would kind of just be like we'd stop filming like cut things short um but no one like separated wow. us even though i did within like the last week or the week before that um i did say that i was scared and i didn't want to be with him alone only for filming yeah i was just gonna ask you uh, i was gonna ask you if you like were vocal about you know being scared to be around that because that sounds like a very volatile behavior and 
I would hope that if you said something like production, like would protect you. And so it was a weird, it was like half and half. So they all saw his violence. They, this was not surprising. It wasn't hidden. It was, I think they were just as scared as I was. Um, So eventually I was just like, I don't want to be with him alone. Like I'll go for filming and we could finish whatever we need to do, whatever scenes we need to finish. But um, I'm not saying his apartment. I'm not even going to be there during the day because I was legitimately scared of him. And I told him that too. And he was just like, I can't believe you would ever think that. And he said it made him sad that I would think that. But he's what, like 6'5", 300 pounds, like a huge guy with a really bad temper. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't feel safe there. They're, um, they understood that and didn't pressure me to stay at the apartment after that. Before that, they did. Um, so I was okay with only going for filming, but they didn't, you know, let me stop filming. So, yeah, that's, I feel like that's, um, pretty typical. We knew that we weren't getting married. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that happens with more couples than people think. I, um, I really feel for you because I think, I'm sure a lot of people listening will be like, well, why didn't you walk off? And why didn't you do this? It's also in a, it's like a very unique situation too. I mean, for me, I'm just talking about a past experience. I stayed in a toxic relationship, even though I was scared and, um, there would be like these angry bursts. Like I, and in the back of your head, you, you know, it's not okay. And you're like, I'm probably not going to marry this person, um, long-term, but I think it's one of those things where, I don't know. Like you feel like you're just not thinking straight and you feel like, mm-hmm. well, I could just deal with it. And I just need to like, he, he can be like, this can be fixed somehow. Or like, I just, even besides production, um, I, he would just guilt trip me. So he would like talk about things yeah, from the pods and like, how yeah. great was this? And things we joked about, he'd bring that back up. And then I feel bad. And he's like this, he would tell me like, this is my rock bottom. This is the lowest I've ever been this is the most stressed I've ever been, you know, being in this the weird like bubble, like experience. Um, so I just kind of kept giving him the benefit of the doubt and just like, he's just going through a lot um, to me, <laughs> but other people felt like that too. It wasn't just him that felt like this is really stressful and a lot for them to handle. Yeah. For me, I had fun before all the shitty stuff started. I had fun because I wasn't going to work. You know, I was just like hanging out yeah. every day, you know, just filming and doing fun things. So to me, it wasn't that bad. And I had a hard time understanding what was so stressful about it for him. But yeah, he hadn't had a job in a long time. So um, I think just waking up at a decent time was hard for him. Yeah, that's, that's really tough because you're kind of like trying to lead with compassion, especially because this person's your fiance. Mm-hmm. And so it's really hard to just, I don't know, I don't know. It's well, just, it I commend you for dealing with that. Cause, Cause it, I did love it. Yeah. It was like, yeah. it was such a weird thing and he would do something nice. And then I feel really sorry. Like I feel guilty. Like I can't believe I was mean to him. And then, mm-hmm. but it would happen over and over and over. So I'd say when we got back to Houston, I, the first week, even though I started seeing things, I still thought we were going to get married. Um, it wasn't until the next week that it got worse. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I am so done. I was like crying in the hall and they were like, listen, I think part of it being since there was only two other couples is like, just 
um, like be strong, give him a chance. That's always what it was. Like, let's just give him a chance. And I was like, okay, oh, like the same thing, let him prove himself. Like, give him another chance. So that's what it was. So we had made the deal. Um, he didn't have a job. So when he was casted, he didn't have a job. Um, and he was very forward with that in the pods. Like he made sure that we all understood that. Um, and so all the girls dropped him, like nobody wanted him, but I was like, it's okay. Like I have a stable job. I make enough. Um, all, you know, it's, we're in this weird period where we're waiting to go on a show and who knows what our schedule is going to be like. Um, he was like, yeah, I'll get a job. Like right when we get back and get started, go back into a normal routine. I was like, okay, perfect. Well, so in Mexico, that was the deal that for us to get married, he had to get a job before we got married in a month. Um, so it's like, okay, that's the deal. When we got back, some things that were like red flags, um, the day we got back, he got drunk. Like we were in a hotel. So he used all like mini bar bottles and like was just pounding those when like Mexico was over, like parties over back to real worlds. We we're moving into an apartment together. Yeah. Um, so like him getting drunk at that point when we both were like, no, we're not doing that anymore. That was like a disappointment. Um, and then the next day, instead of like getting situated, starting applying for jobs, working on a resume, those things. It was still the same thing, like partying, going fishing, not really taking it seriously. And so I did. I confronted him about that. And that was like our first scene where we had that. I was like crying and I was kind of upset. And I really saw the real him. Um, his reaction to me talking about these things I was upset about just totally like it like gave me chills because I wasn't expecting that. But he um, kind of called me out like I... I guess wasn't being fair. Um, I can remember him the way he looked at me, like he was just like doing like that. Like while I was saying these things I was concerned about and I was like, this is not the person. This is totally not the person, um, you know, yeah. that I knew before. This was on camera. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you were basically kind of expressing why you weren't like, there was concerns of his mm -hmm. behavior and you were pointing that out and his reaction right. to you was just, like, can you, can you elaborate on what his reaction was? Yeah, I, so I have a hard time whenever I'm trying to talk to someone about something, if I don't know how to express myself or get nervous about something they're asking, I kind of shut down and I just don't even know what I was saying. Like, I'm just, so what I did was I just wrote things that were really bothering me um, and like waited to the next day to bring it up because I didn't want to bring it up while I was upset. But then just bringing it up made me start crying because it just like made me nervous. Um, Actually, and I have the journal that I wrote it in, the list of things that I was concerned about. Do you want me to grab it? Oh, yeah, or if you, you want, want to read it. it. Okay, yeah. let me go get it. I just thought about that. Um, all right. So, oh, this is funny. Um, so the first night we were, we moved into our apartment, um, got everything settled. And then we sat down to talk about these things that were bothering me. And I was like, just so nervous. Um, the first time bringing up something, I guess, kind of negative instead of all the fun we had. So this is yeah, what I that's hard. I know. Oh my God. I can't believe I forgot some of these things. Um, when we were in the airport flying back, he flipped out at someone at the airport because they made him put a mask on. And he oh was just like, God. that's so stupid. I'm not wearing a mask. Blah, blah, blah. Like went off on him. And I was just like, oh my God, what does it matter? Put a mask on. Like, it's okay. 
So I wrote that, <laughs> but anti-mask. Um, we got our phones back and his wasn't working. So he started freaking out and um, it wasn't, the bill wasn't paid. So he asked Milton to pay it for him, but like kept that a secret from me. Um, I was sitting next to him oh though, when gosh. he checked. I was sitting next to him when he checked his bank account and it was like negative 500 bucks. And I was just like, oh. I like didn't even know what to say. I was just sitting there like, oh my God, he doesn't have any money. And, and also it's kind of, money. it's kind of crazy to ask Milton, another castmate to pay for it. Like, does he not have, wait, funds? did Milton pay for it? Um, he ended up not having to, but Milton was like, yeah, I guess so. So I, know I loved Milton, but I love him more now. I know Milton's sweet, but he did. He was like, "Yeah, I'm never gonna see that again." It was kind of funny. Uh, I put anger with overload. Kind of don't know what I meant by that, but anger. How can I trust you, or that you do anything? Kind of don't know what I meant by that either. Um, empty promises, living in the clouds, no goals, ambition. Um. No, oh yeah, I didn't have credit card. No credit oh, card, no credit. No money. Um, I oh, asked, no. I did end up asking because with the money thing, I was just like, wait, you don't have any money? I was like, how are we going to get food? Or not we, like, how are you going to get any food? And he was like, well, we're getting paid from the show. So then he was slipping out because the money wasn't in his account. And so they were like, did you fill out the direct deposit? <laughs> and he was like, no, it fill out anything. He's like, okay. Got it. Um, oh, it's kind of. Sorry, no. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go no, ahead. No, just weird reading all this. Probably should have read it before, but um, in the pods, he was like, let's just go on our own vacation and we can get married um, if they don't pick us, kind of thing. Like, we'll just do our own thing. And so when I saw his money situation, I was like, so why would you tell me, like, plan let's plan a vacation and get married when like you don't even have money for lunch you know yeah and so, I, so did you pay like, for everything sorry go ahead no i know so it that was this was like just right at the beginning like to me i felt like that was a lie to not to just be like planning all these things but you don't even have two dollars yeah. and yeah i was just in shock even though, you know, it falls back on me, I guess, because I didn't say like how much money do you have or I didn't say yeah, no. very specific things. But mm, I, it's I not your it's not your it's not your fault Absolutely that not. he should have revealed his financial situation. And yeah, he shouldn't have promised all these things that that cost money if and he should have been honest if he couldn't afford it. I mean, like when you guys were in the pods, did he I know he mentioned he didn't have a job, but like mm-hmm. was he did he tell you about his financial situation? Cause it sounds pretty dire. Like, did he tell you that he didn't have any money in his account? He didn't tell me that. Yeah. It's not your responsibility to like poke and ask him every single question. It feels like he's making empty promises to you. And by saying, let's get married, let's do all of these things. And by omitting the fact that he can't afford to do those things, I think it does not fall on you whatsoever. You know, it like yeah, omission it was, is a form of lying. Like there's that's right. Just, and geez. there was tons of little small things. Like remember when we got our rings, he was like, We're gonna upgrade that when we get back. Or mm. um what else did he say? Um 
just like small little things where it just like felt like a normal situation until it kind of like slapped me in the face. Like this is totally not it. And when he said he didn't have a job in the pods, he told me that it wasn't as bad as it sounded. And he wanted to make sure there wasn't women there that just wanted for his money. So he, that was like something he used to make sure he would like screen through the women that weren't just focused on money. So Renee, like, how do you think he just got through life? Like if he couldn't pay a $500 cell phone bill, like, were you paying for him? Like when it came to like groceries, I don't know if you guys went on on dates during filming, like how did that all work? So that once we like sat down and I had brought that up and felt that he did keep a lot from me. Um, I was like, I need you to prove to me all these things that you said in the pause. I need to prove to me, like, you're going to get a job. You're going to do all these things that you said. And he was like, I'm going to do it. Like I, for sure. Um, so I didn't pay for anything. So I was like, if you want to go to dinner, we can split it or you can pay for it, but I'm not going to pay for it. Um, we had to get like supplies for the apartment. Um, and I was like, we could do half, but I'm not paying for it. So pretty much the only things we ever did were the things that were set up through filming. We never went on mm. a date. Oh, we did go on one and I'm pretty sure we dined and dashed, but I didn't really realize it in the moment. But looking back on everything, I don't think he ever paid. Oh my god, That's fucked up. Uh, that is extremely fucked I, up. <laughs> and like all of that, like I could see them showing that in the show. That's kind of like what I thought would be shown. That's not even the stuff that made me want to leave. You know? I was just going to ask you, Renee, what, at what point were you like, fuck this? I'm, I need to get out. I need to like get yeah. out of the situation. All of the lies started to add up. I think so. The violence got worse and the anger got worse. Um, oh like gosh. the night of the barbecue, we actually, after that, he told me to shut the fuck up and I was drunk and I was like, you're not telling me, anything. you know, I was kind of giving him that. As you should. I know. And we like, he just started yelling at me and like going off of me about all kinds of things that I barely remember. Um, after that is when I was just like, this isn't going to work. Um, like the way he was yelling at me and kind of like towering over me. Um, and that's, I did actually still film a whole week before I told them like I was scared of him. So, but that's when it started. And I was like saying like, I'm not feeling this. And they were kind of just like, give him a chance. He still hasn't got a job yet. Let's, you know, see how that goes. The date, he did have an oh. interview one day. Um, he went to it. It was like 30 minutes. He went back to the apartment. I got there at like 3 p.m. He was still sleeping. There was food everywhere, garbage, like a total disaster. Um, and yeah, I couldn't stay there. Just, it was rough. I, I'm so sorry. That's, I just yeah. don't fault yourself for like not leaving the moment you saw you know, alarm bells go off because it took me a long time. Like I was in a very toxic relationship too. And um, it, when, especially when you're being like guilt trip, when they start talking about like what causes them to act some way, or if they apologize, it's really hard to just leave. Like, especially mm -hmm. if you are like a very, I think if you're more of like a caretaker, like for me in that toxic relationship, I was like, I'm going to fix this person or I feel so bad. Like they're acting like this because they went through this sort of hardship or they went through this as a child, things like that. And I just mm -hmm. realized like now after all these years, that was just such an unhealthy mindset for me to be in. But that's what mm -hmm. caused the cycle of being scared, but like 
going back and staying in that relationship. Um, you guys made it to your wedding day. Like what happened at the altar? Well, um, the one thing I do want to mention before that. So there was tons of things that happened in between there. Our last day that we filmed before our wedding, I knew I wasn't like we, I think we both knew we weren't going to be getting married, but it was just kind of like our final, like, what did we learn from this? What do we hope for each other in the future? Like, do we want to be friends? It was just kind of like that final thing that we filmed. Um, and it was during that time that he started talking about what like my faults were. Um, and he just laid it into me that I was trashy. He called me a thought, which I don't know. It means, um, that uh, hoe over there, a thought. Like, yeah, no one really uses that anymore, but wow, yeah, it is so disrespectful. Like, <laughs> yeah. He told me I was a thought. Um, he was like, I would only marry someone that was like my mom and you're nothing like her. I'm like, just, I would never be good enough. Um, he's like, he told me that he gave me a chance in the pods. None of the other guys wanted me, but he was like, I'm going to give her a chance. And he did like that too, the little motion. Um, totally berated me all on camera too. And I'm just there like crying. And he's even like, and look at your body. You think that you're all hot. I was wearing a sports bra <gasps> and shorts. Totally like oh. completely berated me on camera. I just like started crying. I like stormed out. Um, then it wasn't until the next day I found out he had brought a girl to our apartment nights before that. So nights before calling me a hoe and a slut and all this stuff, he had actually brought a girl to our shared apartment. He brought her up to the pool to like show her around. And Izzy and Stacy were actually filming up there. So he walked oh, in on them God. filming and they were like, who's this girl? And so they made her leave and stuff. It was a big thing. But yeah, Stacy told me that. Wait, what do you day. say it? When you say another girl, like a girl that he was trying to hook up with, or was it like mm -hmm. a girlfriend? So that it was a girl. Absolutely so fucked he, up. he went out drinking and I guess met this girl and brought her the next day. I don't know that whole backstory of it. Um, but. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Um, he, I confronted him about it at the wedding. Actually, I texted him the night before I told him, I was like, I don't want this to be a huge thing, but I just want you to know that I know. And he said that he had needs and that I wasn't giving him an ounce of affection. And he's a man. He has needs. Like literally, like who says that? Children. Yeah. Literally who says that? He's so, And also it feels like he's just retaliating against you and saying anything that he can make think it, of yeah. to make you feel like bad. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. he knows I that you're not going like, to give him the grace anymore. I feel like he knew that he did that and got caught. And he wanted to like get ahead of it and kind of like mm -hmm. trash me, say all these things about me before it came out that he actually did something really horrible. Well, I'm so sorry you went through that. I doubt it was a timing issue. Is why you and Carter I knew they were going to show that. On like, I absolutely knew they yeah. were going to show that. Like even after yeah, we I was like, it sounds like he was. I knew it was like yeah, that's never going to be shown. Yeah, a hundred percent. I don't think that they would ever show that either. But um, I, I would not be surprised if his violent behavior and all the really crazy things he did. I know that we always say like drama makes good TV, but it sounds like you went through something that was actually like very. It would have been hard, almost to watch, borderline dangerous. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, and it's emotional abuse. It's manipulation. It's it yeah. seems like there's just oh, it's just really scary that you had to go through that. And I'm also, sorry. yeah. 
I know like we're in Texas. I do have a gun since I live alone. I'm not big on guns, but I do have one at home. Um, and I mm-hmm. have one in my car and they asked me to not have the gun with me anymore. Well, like honestly, that's, it is scary. And yeah. I don't know how much they knew. He knew that I had that and just, they didn't want that to be anywhere near he, where he was. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Is that what they told you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they didn't want him near the gun that here's, I'm sorry. I'm very riled the next up day, right now. Too. That's fucked I up. know. Mm-hmm. But then the next day they told me filming was at like 11, but we weren't filming until 6 PM. So I was stuck with him all day. That is. I know. Whew. What? What the I think the biggest reason that I'm so riled up right now is the fact that based on what you're saying, it's very clear that they knew he could have the ability to be like dangerous and they did nothing to stop filming and they allowed it to continue. The fact that Chris Colin said in a recent article that he has a highly trained production team that prioritizes cast members well-beings, that is not true. No, and I feel like this is an example of it. Yeah. Literally, they're not therapists. They don't know how to handle domestic violence. They don't know how to take care of people. Like, they're just normal people doing a job. They are not licensed in anything. That is so fucked up. I want to um, fast forward to the altar. Like, what happened at the altar on your and Carter's wedding day? So, um, we both... I wasn't sure if he was going to show up, but we both did go to the wedding. I walked up to the altar and we both, you know, kind of said the good parts. So he talked about the good parts of having met me and the pods and getting to know each other. And then I did the same. Um, But then I kind of let him know that regardless of everything, um, the journey that we had was really rough. And because of, you know, the emotional abuse and manipulation and lies um, that he was going to need to continue his journey without me. Wow. Oh, that is crazy. Um, I'm so proud of you uh, for your strength to show up that day because I feel like it just takes, it just takes a lot of courage to do that, especially when, you know, you've just had such a rocky relationship but what is the status of you and carter now he um, do you guys talk at all yeah we don't talk he reached out to me right after filming and said that he wants to be friends and i i don't want to be friends so no we've never talked since he actually he messaged me on instagram like a week before the show aired um to say that he thought we should follow each other on instagram because it would look better but i don't Mm. respond was he aware that your storyline wouldn't show? I don't know. Based on that, it made me feel like maybe he didn't get the memo or he didn't understand. Like maybe because it was kind of it wasn't worded well to where I didn't really understand that much either. Um, but I don't think he knew that we weren't going to be shown. Interesting. That's very interesting. And, you know, that kind of bleeds into our next question. Like, how did it feel you know, watching the show air, but knowing that you went through all of this and that you, they edited you out. I was really sad. Right when they called me and I like had time to think about it, I was just upset because of all the days I spent anxious about it, like thinking everything in my head, what I did, what I could have done differently, just 
how things happened with him, what he said about me behind my back or like what things happened that I wasn't present for. You just think about it nonstop for a whole year and a half. And then, you know, a month before they're like, yeah, by the way, not going to happen. Like I, this whole time I could have been like relaxed or moved on really, but it's, you know that day's coming, so you're just like stuck in it. You're just waiting for that day to come. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of hanging. So yeah, over I was sad. I I wanted to see. It. I wanted everyone else to see it. I think that people would have been happy to see. You know, hopefully inspire other people to see that you can, even though it's hard and it's a weird situation, that you can stand up for yourself and say that you deserve better and move on. Absolutely. Oh, I would have loved to see your storyline um, and just see you say no based on everything that you told us about Carter. Um, I did want to ask you about something. There's a lot of people speculating why your storyline was edited out of the show. And we're so glad you could tell um, your story today. But there is a rumor floating around that you weren't single during filming. And that's why your storyline was edited out. Can you speak to that rumor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think when the um, internet FBI went and they were looking our marriage records <laughs> and looking up everything, so they saw that I actually got married um, a year later. And so I think that just when someone posted that, they were like, I bet that she had a boyfriend this whole time and that's why they weren't shown. So I think it was just like someone said that and then it kind of went off from there. Um, but no, I was single. I was single during casting. I was single, single during the entire filming process and after. Um, and that has nothing to do with why we were cut. I think that if I wasn't single and that was a part of it, they would have wanted to keep it in because it would have been more interesting or drama. Um, but no, unfortunately, the things that happened were much worse than any kind of relationship or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And so you're married today, mm-hmm. correct? I am. And then when did you meet your, your husband? So I actually, we've known each other for a while. Um, it was kind of like that dating app. We like messaged well and then nothing came from it. Um, yeah, we went on a few dates before the show. Um, and still like he wasn't interested in a relationship. He actually didn't like animals, like wasn't about any of it. Um, and then after and you're a veterinary with a lot of I animals, know. right? I know that's like, obviously like as a vet, you're going to have animals everywhere. Um, so that was like gross to him, but so that it was just like, hey, that's, <laughs> that's not going to work. But then yeah, later on, he ended up sliding in the DMS. Um, so we started hanging out <laughs> again and yeah, the rest is history. Ooh, <laughs> I love that. And Renee, so there was actually a fifth couple that also was cut from being shown on your season, um, Tran and Thomas. Were you surprised that they were also cut? Like, can you tell us a little bit about them? Um, what so, was your yeah, experience? I, yeah, because they were, yeah, we talked cut. about them in our previous episode, but they were also removed from the cast list. And right now there is an ongoing um, lawsuit mm-hmm. against kinetic content that uh, Tran filed. So um, we talked about it again um, in detail in our last episode where she alleges she was sexually assaulted during filming and um, that she experienced imprisonment during filming as well. Um, 
And so uh, there's a lot more to that, um, that people can also like Google and look up in terms of um, what's actually in the complaint. But can you tell us a little bit about about them and and kind of your opinion on what's going on? So I didn't think that they were going to be completely cut either. I thought they would still be presented as part of the cast, but not really shown as far as getting engaged in anything beyond that. Um, but everything that she did say that I read through the article is true. Um, she, during filming, she expressed things on camera that everyone saw. So everybody sees what happens on camera. Um, and she said that she was uncomfortable and he was very pushy that, um, his love language was physical touch. So Seeing that and her talking about it on camera, I feel like everyone felt the uncomfortable feelings for that. Um, but she was still asked to continue to film. Um, so she's so such a sweet person. She doesn't even want to be in the media. She doesn't want any part of anything. Um, she's just like somewhat quiet and she can, I feel like she, how do I word it? Like, she kind of just lets things happen because she's just so sweet and doesn't want to like bother anybody, but they, you know, not that she's a pushover. I don't know how to word that. You know, if someone says something, she'll kind of be like, okay, like, you know, doesn't want to bother anybody or get anybody's way. Yeah. Um, so I could see it being easy to, I don't know, kind of feel stuck in a certain situation. That just makes me uh, incredibly, incredibly sad. Yeah. Like I was kind of tearing up when you were talking about that because that is just, that's awful. She didn't want to move know, an apartment I, with him and um, they had an apartment together, you know, still had to film a final scene, even like when they finally like let her quit. But over and over and over again, she has to quit. Wow. Um, I thank you for sharing that. Um, I am, my blood is literally boiling right now, just based on what you're telling me about Tran and Thomas, but also just your entire experience. Um, but thank you. Just also telling your story. I just want to stop and say like, thank you. Cause I know it's hard. Um, and, and you've been very vocal about wanting to sh- tell your story up to this point. And like, what has been kinetic content and Netflix's response to you doing that? they don't want me to tell my story and yeah, I feel like it's, I can understand Why? the yeah, bad give you a reason? press about it. I, I feel like it's not fair because I went through this, like even if it had nothing to do with them, if I just went through this experience, I think it's my story. Like it's for me to tell people not to be like, it has it in a sense. Some of it has nothing to do with them. Like it's just something that I went through. Um, but I think that they just wanted us to be completely cut from the entire show. I think what actually happened is because they had the whole, the whole show was done and they went back and re-edited it. So everything was done. People are already seeing the show. Um, and then it changed in like June. Um, and I think it's the same time. Of this that, year. Mm-hmm, I think it was the same time that the lawsuit thing was happening and someone made the decision that it was best to just for us to be cut. Because I think just like how yeah. bad things were, like so yeah. much happened on camera. Yeah. 
And when you say lawsuit, you mean the one involving Tram and Thomas, because I know there's a couple <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that yeah. kinetic content is involved in. So I think, yeah, yeah that makes sense. I was going to say that because you guys filmed, if you ended filming June 2022 and they just told you a month or two ago that your storyline was being edited out of the show, I mean, they were mm-hmm. sitting on your footage for several, several months. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it it sounds like they made a last minute decision to edit you um, edit you and Carter out. Um, so that that makes sense in terms of why they made such a last minute decision. Yeah, I didn't um, know how they were going to wow. do it. I yeah. thought Carter wasn't going to be shown at all. Um, but yeah, I'm waiting to hear him kind of say stuff. Who knows like if it's true or not, but I'm like anxious about even having to deal with that. I'm sure he's going to Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Well, you know, well, you have us. I was just going to say that you have us <laughs> if you ever and, need anything. Um, yeah. And we are so like honored that you told your story on out of the pods. Um, you know, a lot of the things that you said are a surprise to me because we've known each other for a while now. Um, and um, just like, thank you for sharing it, because I think that what you went through is also things that happen in real life and other relationships. And Mm -hmm. I think it's a very relatable thing. I think it's great that you're able to talk about it. We did want to ask you about, you know, your other cast members. The finale came out recently. um, And so we saw Lydia Milton get married and Stacey Mm -hmm. and Izzy not get married. Were you surprised by that at all? Actually, I was. I didn't know Mm -hmm. if Stacey and Izzy were going to say yes or not, but I kind of thought they were. So okay. that one, I was like somewhat surprised. Um, and I, for Lydia and Milton too, we didn't really know. So both, I was just kind of like waiting until it was done to see what actually happened. So in both cases, I was kind of surprised. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I, after the final scene of uh, Stacy and Izzy and their fight, what kind of fight? I was like, I don't think that they're going to be able to make it based on the financial things yeah. that you oh, know, in episode Izzy, nine yeah that Izzy was kind of hiding so I was like ah, I don't know if that's gonna be a thing but um who are you closest to on the cast like, Taylor's my bestie me Cute. and okay. Taylor hang out we, we love we stand Taylor. oh I know <laughs> yeah yeah we have so much fun together in the lounge like we were always just farting around and playing and I love her <laughs> and oh. we'll always like that's the good part of it we'll always be friends forever yeah. How's she doing, by the way? I mean, we we went in on JP on our recap episodes for yeah. his comments to Taylor about her wearing makeup. But, um, you know, I can't imagine someone telling me that and going through that on TV. So how's she doing? She's great. She was stressed because she made a comment, I think, about his teeth. And some people were kind of being mean to her about that. But it, you know, you say so many things and they pick that little thing and she's such a nice person that I'm surprised she even did say that because she was probably just joking. Um, so she was worried about that. But no, she's fine. She's good. Yeah, I love her. I love her so much. And I'm so proud of her because some of the things that JP was saying was so triggering to me from my situation. Oh, I would have yeah. Whew. So I was like, I'm so proud of her for just like standing her ground. And like, I just love that even in like recent interviews and stuff, she's been like, you know, he can have his preference, like he can do whatever. But mm-hmm. um, that's not the reason ultimately why I left. It wasn't just because of the makeup thing. 
you know? So right. I just, yeah, I really commend her. And no, yeah, um, she's amazing. The, she's sweet. And the way she dealt with that was so perfect. Like, yeah. you know. Love that. Yeah. Well, Renee, thank you so much for coming on Out of the Pods. So one last question for you. What is next for you? Like any future plans? Um, what are you looking forward to? Who knows? I do have some things. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Well, we're excited for you, you and we're really me. happy for you. Thank of you. course. Thanks for being um, on and being I, so vulnerable. Therapy, therapy session. <laughs> therapy session. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you like Deepi said thank you for being so vulnerable with us thank you for sharing your story and we wish you all the best and of course you and I will stay in touch but um, thank you for trusting us uh, for you to tell the story yeah yes. that's you know you guys know it best from yeah. how it goes so yeah yeah we'll always be here for you whatever you need thank you mm-hmm. All righty. thanks Renee thanks Renee thank you We hope you enjoyed that interview with Renee as much as we did. If you have any questions or want to leave us comments, go to our Instagram page at Out of the Pods. And make sure you leave a review and subscribe. See you next Wednesday. Bye.